This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 276, the Anaconda Vice. That's an easy one, guys. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. I don't. I, I should know who it is because this is because this is a recent thing. That's right. Yeah, obviously we Jake the Snake, but I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> no. See, my first thought is Randy Orton, but then... You'd also be wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, Santino Morello, didn't he have <laughs> snake thing? He, he did have... He did have a... But not the Anaconda Vice. Right. Which was a submission move. <laughs> I don't know. But it's got to be somebody from Chicago, right? Because that's where we're playing next. That's right. Um, hopefully I'll think of it by the time we get done with the show. Um, anyway, you know what? Nobody's been, first off, nobody's been, once we realize, or once we give away what this is, with the title mm-hmm. issue, nobody has been writing in to tell us what's going on. How many wrestling fans actually listen to this show? Uh, I don't one. think as many as we think. Yeah. Two. So double, double us, basically. Yeah. Well, okay. Almost double. Cause I, I say Pat's at least like half. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't watch the day, the weekly stuff. Yeah. Half the weekly stuff. All right, anyway, uh, Red Bulls bouncing back from the Columbus loss with a uh, impressive 2-1 home win over LAFC in their first matchup of all time and only matchup of the year. Uh, Royer with two goals, one squirt from the ground, and, and I wish I could remember the guy's name, but what I saw referred to as a recumbent bicycle kick. <laughs> um. All right. So before we get into our stuff, uh, let's do the tweets first because only two of them. Yeah, and, and they, I mean they came in yesterday, but there's two tweets. So want to read those off, Truman? Sure. Uh, first one's from Casey Jones, and he says, "Wide open match with good result. I didn't like how far out of the box Robles had to go for some ch- clearances, but I thought it was a good ninety minutes." A 90-minute performance to build on moving forward. Solid brace for Royer, and I hope when my son and daughter grow up, they nutmeg like Kaku. Yeah. Uh, and then Red Coach Jay, Jeremiah Dempster, and I think he sent us an email as well. Uh, but here's a question he threw out. Beating LA2 with all their talent, more or less impressive than beating Dallas, who's higher up in the standings, but was without Diaz. Did, did we beat Dallas at home? I forget. We did. We did, yeah. I'm um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say L.A. because I have to talk about Dallas way later on in the show, way way later. So I'm saying I'm saying L.A. for now. 
Plus, LA didn't really have a lot of injuries and stuff, right? So, I mean, it's... Anyway, uh, so the email... Wait, you didn't ask Pat. You didn't get Pat's opinion. Oh, sorry, Pat. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's my answer. (laughs) All right. uh, So Jeremiah Dempster also wrote in an email. I'm not sure which happened first. Uh, So he says, Random Mets... Sorry if I've used that one before. I generally can't remember what I have and haven't done at this point. Because uh, he always has to come up with the unique intros to his emails. Uh, the lineup put out against LA2 is the best one we've got. All respect to Roya, but I thought Rizzo was our best player on the night from that wide attacking spot. And although Mawil for Davis is a completely counterintuitive sub, it allowed Rizzo to stay on the field where he, when we clearly needed some fresh legs in his wide spot, which meant he was still on the field to play that fantastic ball at BWP, which led to the second goal. And speaking of BWP, he looked so gassed after the 55th minute or so, but Armour stuck with him and it paid off. I'm not ready to get too high or too low on Armour yet, but this is now multiple games in a short span where he's made the right call and it's gained us some points. He's clearly still learning and making mistakes, but he is showing some promise. Oh, and while things went totally sideways against Columbus, and we can definitely point to his tactical decision to start the game with five at the back, if you actually watch the first half back, we weren't that bad. We started fast and maintained a ton of pressure. He was wrong, but I don't think it's as much of a half as much as a halftime score suggested. P.S. Your interview with Bobby Warshaw on the monthly wrap up was great. I picked up his book and read it over the weekend. I highly recommend it. Keep up the great stuff. Oh, look at that! Made a sale. There you <laughs> so, go. I think we talked to Bobby Warshaw about a either a promo code or, or commission for that one. Yeah. Again, uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should probably. Do that and listen to that awesome interview. Yep, yeah, I'm sure. It... Uh, I mean, I, I, for the email, I mean, we're gonna uh, talk we'll about everything. Yeah, for sure, yeah. especially uh, Rashotsky, the Rizza, the Wu Tang, representing. All right. So likes, dislikes. We'll do dislikes. Trim, uh, you go first. What do you dislike about this one? It's too hot out. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> It was hot. I w- it was hot before the game. It was hot during the game. I was sweating a lot. It was just too hot. Too hot indeed. That it? That's mine. Uh, my dislike is another slow start. It's becoming a thing. Yay! I mean, they were bailed out by Robles how many times? Um, you know, it, it's... I guess, you know, now thinking about it, that kind of goes back to Jeremiah's uh, Twitter tweet. I guess beating uh, LAFC was more impressive because uh, LAFC had their chances and Robles, uh, again, bailed this team out. I mean, thank God we had Luis Robles. So um, the slow starts becoming uh, a problem. Um, they're going to cost this team. I mean, hell, they did. I mean, I know Jeremiah disagrees in his email, but it did cost them against Columbus. Um you know, it's. It, I definitely think that's uh, something to be worried about. Uh, that's something Armas has to fix. Um, so, yeah, that's my big dislike. Um, I, I was going to talk about the the Warrior PK shout, but I'm not honestly looking back. I'm not sure if it actually was a penalty kick or not. Do you want to talk about it? Because I'll talk about it if you want to. Unless you want to we'll just save, save we'll it. Save, or you... we'll, we'll save for the afterthoughts. How's that? Okay. okay, that's fine. Um, I, I guess my dislike is the fact 
and, and I understand it comes with, with the territory of how this team has played since Jesse Marsh took over with the high pressure and everything. But I feel like recently the defensive line is much higher up the field than it used to be. And it, it could just be me and my impression of it, but I feel like we're playing a higher line than usual. And that is what led to some of these chances and Ed Robles having to come out. I think it was at least like four times he came out outside of the, the penalty box mm-hmm. to clear a ball away. And I mean, that used to happen under Marsh, but in, I don't think I've seen a game with him having to do that with that frequently in one game since Marsh took over. Yeah, Marsh took over. Since yeah, since Marsh took over, I'm not sure if it's if it's necessarily a tactic thing. Like Armish is just playing a higher defensive line, or the players are just, or the the opposing teams are just getting more balls over the top, and it's causing the situation now. But it, as much as we handled it, it's still sort of scary that we can't. I mean. Good thing that um, Kamar Lawrence is literally like made out of pure energy because <laughs> the whole game he's just able to track back all the time. I don't know how he's managed to do that, honestly. Like at some point, you figure he's going to run out of gas, but he never does. But I mean, ex- except for stuff like that, I feel like we're it's almost inevitable that we're going to get killed on one of those plays at some point. Well, I mean, again, that's been kind of the high press forever. Is is leading to those counters. I, I don't know. I, they, they play up high. I, I don't think it's changed. I just think we saw a game where uh, L.A. was able to counter a few more times. I mean, try to counter, and Robles was just coming out and beating him to the ball. Uh, if you want to – can I just harp on Kamar Lawrence real quick on one single play? Go ahead. Uh, because Maria already had his gaff last week. Thankfully, this did not lead to anything, but Maria – shielding the ball to go out of bounds for a goal kick and then giving up on it and LA taking the ball and crossing the ball in. And I think it ended up in a corner and Robles went ape shit. I mean, again, <laughs> not playing the ball to its, its conclusion. It was, it was in the first half. You watch it. He's, he's shielding the ball, letting it roll out. And then just kind of goes, I don't know. Assumes it's going to go out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And or gives up the guy's going to give up on it. I, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. And didn't, and it it led to an opportunity. All right. Uh, likes the game. Uh, I'm going to go first because I almost never go first in this stuff. Sure. Uh, BWP's assist. Mm-hmm. Because I was looking at that play, and for the longest time, like, okay, he's just going to shoot this ball. And But then at, as I saw the runner, you know, on the far side, and I saw the pass. I'm like, man, the the awareness to ha- to know your teammates there, and the unselfishness to give up a potential goal for a goal scorer. And it's just, and it that play was more about sealing the victory than it was about him padding his stats. And that's a very, very, very important thing. Well, we've seen it. We've seen it so many times from. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, like the like, fact that like, player. The fact that, like, on the night where we're clearly going to uh, celebrate the fact that he had 100 goals, mm-hmm. right? Like, wouldn't that not have made a story, like, more of a story for him to score on the night in which he's going to be celebrated for 100 goals? Sure. Mm-hmm. And, but to not think anything like that and just be, and actually be concerned about the outcome of the game more than how 
he is per- or not how he's perceived, but to care more about the outcome of the game than his own stats. I think in that, especially in that kind of situation, just says a little bit more about him as a player. Yeah, that's been him from day one. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised you're talking about that assist and not the one from the 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 Rizza, the Wu Tang. Well, I feel somebody else will talk about that goal. So, um, well, I mean that, that was that was the game winner. That was his his pass. Uh, I'm just gonna say Royer scoring on his butt because mm-hmm. that was that was uh, that was great. And we had to see the replay three times from the other side of the field to see what actually happened. But uh, once you saw it, that was awesome. And I I don't think the commentators give him enough credit for scoring on his butt. I mean, I know the ball kind of came right to him. But he was also taken down before that happened, too. Yeah, and he's, I mean, it, he's lying sideways, and there's two guys standing up in front of him who probably had a better chance to get the ball. I mean, and he, he still got it past. I mean, he was literally, like, starting to pick himself up when it's coming towards him. It's not even like he was sitting there waiting for it. Right. So, yeah, butt goal. Um, I'm just going to say, yeah, Royer scoring two, two much needed goals um, <clears throat> altogether because. My recall has been a bit quiet lately, so uh, it was nice to see him uh, get the brace, be, be the guy in this game, um, and essentially help get the team to win. So, uh, you know, Danny Royer. He's streaky. He's very streaky. He is indeed. Uh, so, afterthoughts, uh, we can talk about the Royer PK now. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was a PK. I, when I was watching the game, I thought it did. Or I thought it was, but then when I went back and looked at it again, I was like, "Eh, maybe not." The ball's going away from him, and he he does jump as much as contact's not made. He did jump over the guy, and I but felt like it, even he was. It wasn't like he was coming like coming in towards the goal with the ball. Like he was almost like kicking the ball out of bounds before trying, the, before he made contact. He was trying to go around the the play was him trying to go around the goalkeeper, right? If he made a, like a lighter touch, you could argue that it's definitely a penalty kick, but the touch was kind of heavy. Right. Or if he was coming in uh, towards goal in that direction, yeah. uh, instead of kind of out away from goal, maybe it would have been called. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, does anybody else have any extra thoughts of the game? Oh, yeah, I got tons. Uh, we didn't mention Kaku because uh, his. I mean, God, we can't give secondary assists because it's not hockey. But the two best plays were. Uh, I, thought they, I, thought they, I thought they give secondary assists in MLS. I don't. I don't think they do. I'm pretty sure they do. Well, if they are, Kaku's uh, secondary assist for the first goal is fucking great. Um, that was right to Mario, I believe, which was just awesome. Uh, the man is a visionary. The statue should be built already. I don't know why it isn't. Um, they can <laughs> the go up. The BWP statue get built first. I think so. Uh, people actually, I think a lot of people thought that was going to be an announcement after the game was BWP statue. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, my other thing from this game is poor Derek Etienne still just can't finish the ball off. Uh, he came in, he gets a great chance right at the end of the game. And I look at my friend and go, yeah, he, he's going to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> and he certainly did. He yep. certainly did kick the ball right onto the side of the net. So I don't know. Again, it would have been nice to really salt the game away or just play to the corner, which this team doesn't like to do, apparently. No. They just don't like playing balls to the corner. It just drives me absolutely insane, especially with a, a one-goal game. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my, gripe, my 
post uh, after touch gripes are all actual personal. I was supposed to go to this game, but then I ended up not making enough money Ubering the past week. To uh, so I had to work, which blew, which sucked. Uh, so I had to watch the game on DVR, and that led to me at one point having a complete and utter brain fart. Where I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a Red Bull game when I'm going to be in Pennsylvania in two weeks on mini vacation. And so I, like an idiot, opened up the schedule on my app and blew the score to myself. Oh, dude. And like the 23rd minute. And I was like, what, what, why, what, what, what? <laughs> rookie mistake. After you already mentioned earlier that you didn't want to go onto Facebook because you were afraid it was going to ruin the score. Yep. You, you boned yourself <laughs> like, moments and, later. And Truman and I made a point of having a private conversation. This way you wouldn't get spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, I totally blew it. I was like, uh, so, I mean, if there's one reason I'm not super confident about this game, it's because once I blew the score, I mean, while I was watching, my attention was not glued to the game. Oh, man. Yeah. We've all been there. I mean, yeah. we've all done it. Yeah. You just you just have to shut down like the internet. Yeah, you really do. Uh, the so. only the, the only other thing I'll mention from this game is that overall, I thought it was a great game. I thought it was a game you should expect out of two teams like this. LA is very good. Again, LA was what five five and one on the road. I think, mm. right, something like that. They're like a five hundred record. Uh, yeah. If you've watched them at all, they're they're a fun team to watch, and this game was just that. You can get mad at the at the goal that they allowed, but I mean, good team. And Rossi just snuck up by behind. I think it was Lawrence. He snuck up behind or got really on the inside of. So, Mario. oh, it was Mario. Okay. So, and again, um, but in fairness, if in, in fairness on that play, if Parker is like two steps forward, that's an offside call, right? But again, still, but Mario, but Mario should have been next to him, and he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to shout out every team. You're not going to shout out a team like this. They're really good. And honestly, if it ended 1-1, I was kind of resolved to the fact, I'm like, all right, this I'm like, this would be a fair result watching the game. Like, this would be a fair result if it's 1-1. Yeah, it would have uh, been. Because, again, you played a really good team, super entertaining game. Uh, but, yeah, to win it, even better. Yeah. So, all right, my last thoughts. First off, the Royer goal is technically unassisted. The butt goal? Yeah, I guess because of the fact that uh, is a deflection. Yeah, I guess that's why. So nobody got an assist on that. Rizzo did get an assist though on the BWP assist. Okay, so they do do secondary assists in MLS. And then uh, the, the last thing, and this is really just I find it hilarious, is the fact that LA's goalkeeper gets a yellow card in the first half for time wasting. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> I have no idea where it came from. I don't I mean, know what was going on there. I didn't feel like there was any actual like. Time wasting at that point? Like what what are you wasting? I the usual stuff, but I didn't feel like it's anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. No, I thought that was strange. So I just thought that was hilarious. Alright, so let's move on. Uh predictions. Right, what, what was that? I said no, I said let's move on. Okay. Uh predictions. Uh standings themselves don't change, but uh Truman gets three points because he called it exactly two one. Mm-hmm. So his lead now grows to four points over Pat. And five over me. Pat, what was your prediction? 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw, okay. And I said 3-3 three, three draw. Wow. Well, given how LAFC had been playing, like 3-3 oh. three, three was not a real possibility, so. 
Uh, standings. So I'm going to start doing standings watches now since we're you know, <laughs> getting close to the end of the season. We need a sound effect. Standings watch. I don't know. Well, maybe I'll find something. Find some laser beam sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How about this? <laughs> standings watch. Bone Academia here. <laughs> oh God! We got yourself a standings watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, with the win over uh, LAFC and then Atlanta and, or sorry, specifically NYCFC tying their game, uh, the Red Bulls are now second in the East. Uh, they're tied on points, but they currently own the tiebreaker in wins, so that's why they're in second. First tiebreaker this year is wins. I don't know why. That's just MLS for you. That's if it was second tiebreaker, because they have one win each. No, overall wins. Oh, okay. It's not head to head. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. If if it was if it was head to head wins, that would make more sense. But that's not what they're doing apparently. Aha. And I'm going to just look it up real quick. So I want to make sure that's right. Um, they are right now four back. Uh, from uh, Atlanta, who is in first with what's the number? What's the point total? Forty-eight. The Rebels have forty-four. Um, in the Shield race, it's the exact same thing because right now Atlanta is leading uh, the Shield at forty-eight, and we're dead. We're second at forty-four. Uh, so just real quick, so tiebreaker procedures. Uh, invent two teams. Uh, uh, tiebreakers are in this order. I'm only going to read the first three. Total number of wins, goal difference, and goals four. Hmm. And except for goals four, the Red Bulls are leading the first two. Can I mention that during the Bradley Wright Phillips uh, post-game thing, which we'll talk about a little bit later, I just want to mention this. The Steve Angelosi goes, our team has the best uh, points per game average in the league. Woo! Like it was like, like that's such a big thing right now. <laughs> that's a big thing. Which, yeah. Which technically, <laughs> technically, we don't because we're tied with Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like next is going to do like solve quadratic equations on the big screen. Like, <laughs> look at this. You divide the square. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Like math. Who cares? So, important thing to consider is right now the Red Bulls have two games in the hand on Atlanta. One in hand on NYCFC, and I think that until like the next to last week of the season, the teams won't be level because mm. like the Red Bulls will play some games, get like, and then the other teams will get game in hand. It's some weird thing where you know we can't have a balanced schedule and have everybody play at the same time, kind of thing. Uh, I believe I read we had some we had some uh, CCL reschedules coming up this month. Well, that's, yeah, that's, we got the for the the second. Second knockout round, yeah. So that's August. one. That's one reason we have a jam packed August, and yeah. And I feel, I feel like, I feel like whatever article I read is that we will actually have played more games in Atlanta by the end of the month. I mean, I can see that. Mm. It sucks, but I can see it. Mm. Um, I was going to try to figure out the mad the magic number they would need to make the playoffs, but there's still 12 games to go. So I'm like, fuck that. It's not worth it yet. Like meh. It's in, it's in like the 60s, I think. Anyway. Uh, so, coming up on Saturday, the Red Bulls will host the, or sorry, will travel to the Chicago Fire. 
Uh, game time is 11.30 p.m. Eastern time. Game will be on MSG proper. Uh, Chicago this year, not so great. Yeah. Uh, 6, 13, and 5 record. That's good for 23 points. Minus 13 goal difference. And 4, 6, and 2 at home. So most of their wins coming at home, but still. Uh, their last five games are all losses. And they are actually on a total six-game losing streak, which will become – well, an MLS play because uh, I don't know when the Open Cup and all that stuff got scattered in. But they are actually playing in Philly right now in the Open Cup. And last time I checked, they were losing one nothing. Oh, no. So – that's, that's the open cup. Well, it's a good thing for us, though, because that means that we could get time off where they don't. So, uh, uh, so predictions, Truman, since you're leading the stadium, do you get to go first? What's your prediction for Saturday? Well, my prediction is that Chicago stinks, and it's not the old Chicago of, oh, no, we're scared to play there anymore. That, that time's done, right? Over. Uh, two nothing win. Uh, team again is going to have a full week off. I think you're going to feel the high of coming off this game. It, again, let's step up and beat crappy teams. Um, and not for nothing, but uh, I know everyone bemoaned when Dax McCarty got traded away. How, how's Chicago doing? Right. Oh, and by the way, remember everyone bemoaned when uh, Sasha got traded. How that, how's that team doing? Or Not when, too or, good. Or when Chicago got Schweinsteiger. Yeah. Oh, but don't worry. He was nominated for a goal of the week because that's super important. I mean, Royer doesn't get nominated for scoring off, off his tuchis. What, was that? Did he really not get nominated for that? He did not. What the? That was kind of like when Felipe didn't get <clears throat> nominated for his face goal. Face goal. I mean, face goal should have won goal of the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, I yeah. Can, I, I can understand Royer not winning because of the fan vote, but come on. If you're... At, you can't tell me that there's better goals than that in MLS this year or this but, week. But goal, there wasn't. Um, so yeah, I, I listen. Dominate this team, right? Dominate them again. We're, they're playing right now. They're playing a midweek game on the road. Who do you, who do you think's going to come to that game on Saturday? What? How many fans? Fifteen, twenty, at least thirty. Are we, yeah. are we, wait, hold on. Are we talking Red Bulls traveling support or actual? <laughs> no, well, we might have we might have more support at that game than they will. Um, so yeah, like I said, I don't, this is another place where this team should not be afraid to play anymore. Okay. The bad, the bad juju is done. Um, I am going to go with a two, one win. My gut is telling me one, one draw, but, uh, I'm going to go with the W and that's pretty much just because they're playing midweek and I expect them to be kind of tired. Um, you know, so uh, that'll help. Uh, yes, the team is bad, but, you know, I think we – I personally think we've been timid lately, and uh, so I don't ex- – I'm not ex- – that's why I'm not expecting the best performance. But midweek game by Chicago puts it over the hump for me. The 2-1 win. Um, I'm going to go 3 nothing win. Wow. And the the reason the reason I'm going three nothing one is because I need to make to try to make up grounds. I know I'm only four points back, but we are not going to make any points up this week this year. So, um, and Chicago has given up 48 goals, which is 
second in the league in goals against. So I feel like if there's going to be a week where we score three goals, this is, might be the one. <laughs> there you go. Well, make make Pat take that one to the uh, the old uh, gambling spot there. And uh, yeah, hey, I put uh, I want to get put ten on uh, Red Bull scoring three against uh, Chicago. Put a saw buck on it. Uh, are you going? Are you going to do a parlay this weekend? Uh, I th- I really I have still have my old my first ticket in my pocket, so I really kind of need to see if that's. Do you need to see your first bet? I've got nothing going on this Saturday, so. Oh, that that's good news. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not working seven days in a row. Um, so, you know, I think maybe I'll pop on up there. All right. Uh, so, New York Ripples 2, their last match, they had a 2-1 win over uh, Penn FC. Their next match is Friday, uh, August 10th against Louisville City. Uh, 17 <laughs> what the hell is Penn FC? I don't know. That's the literally the name that was on Google is Penn FC. Well, I'm looking that up. I'm going to guess that they play over by uh, UPenn because that's what I think. Wait, no. Hey, they're probably playing one of those weird Penn ass. State. That's what I was thinking of Penn State. Probably playing no. They're probably playing one of those weird ass towns that, like nobody cares about. Yeah, Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Is, like, is, it, is it Harrisburg? Yeah. yeah. It's like um, it's it's one of those Pennsylvania cities that's like a big deal in Pennsylvania, but the rest of the country is like. That's not a city, and why does anybody live there? It's, so the, I guess it used to be the Harrisburg City Islanders, and they changed their name. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, they had another name before them, yeah. so there you go. So that's what it was. They used to be the, the the Harrisburg City Islanders, who I think we lost to in the Open Cup a few years ago. Probably. Uh, yep. Yep, we did. Here it is right here. Wikipedia is throwing in my face. In the face. 2010. Uh, they beat the Red Bulls one nothing. No, but there was another game after that. It was like 20, 2012, I think. Mm. I remember because I was coming home from from a from a Baltimore Bohemians game. Oh, you're right, three to one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Not that not that this next team is much better, but uh, <laughs> Sky Blue FC. 2-2 draw at Orlando. Um, their next match is Saturday, August 11th, at home against the Houston Dash, 7 p.m. Hopefully, hopefully they can do something. Did you see what happened in the last game against Orlando? That they they were down a goal, went up by one, and then gave up a lead. Well, I mean, sure, all that, but it was 2-2. Are, are we talking about the was- red card at the end? Yeah, there was a penalty called in the very end of the game, a penalty kick um, for Orlando. And the goalkeeper of Sky Blue made the save. So they did not lose. They were oh, PK away with at the very end of the game from losing. So they didn't lose. Wasn't well, that Houston, was on the fourth point of the year. Wasn't Houston the team we saw them play? Yes. I believe so. You know, I think another bet I'll make this Saturday is that Sky Blue will not win a game this season. <laughs> is that is that even a bet? Like, I feel I feel like you would just lose money on that one. I think you can make a bet, yeah. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't. It's like it's such a sure bet that you're not even. Oh well, I mean, if I put ten bucks, I probably like wouldn't win. Probably wouldn't even be like two to one odds. If you had, probably wouldn't like eleven, yeah, eleven, twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, dumping grounds. So after the game on Sunday, uh, and Truman, you can talk about it since you were there. But after the game on Sunday, they had the ceremony for Bradley Ray Phillips, which sort of pet peeve real quick. So Fox Sports was doing a, you know, a wrap-up of MLS for the weekend, which I get. But if you're going to do that, do me a favor. Do not flash to the fact that they're having the post-game stuff because that just made me feel like they were going to cover it. Yeah, and then, then nothing, huh? It just became a big tease, and it's just like, eh. Um, anyway. It's got to be somewhere. YouTube or their website, you'd think they'd have it somewhere, right? I, you would have thought the Red Bulls would have had it, yeah. I honestly haven't looked for it, so it's possible it's out there. So um, yeah, real ahead. yeah, real quick. Uh, they had him. They had his family out there. They played a nice video package um, that had like Jesse was on it, Pecky was on it, a couple players. It was actually part of the YouTube video, but then they had a lot of. Um, I guess they were friends and family because I have no idea who the people were that they showed. No idea. So, so wait, this wasn't so this wasn't the YouTube one. It's a separate it, one. It was not. They showed some of those clips that we saw from YouTube, like Thierry and Lloyd Sam and a couple others. Uh, but there was a lot of like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who this is. But it had to been like had to been his friends. Um, so anyway, yeah, they showed that. Then they gave him a watch and a hat. Ooh, a hat. I saw, a the, hat. Picture, I saw the picture of the hat, and I was like, that's a weird gift for this. Yeah. And uh, and then they announced that no one's ever going to wear the number ninety nine for the Red Bulls again, and they they revealed this big little number ninety nine banner, which is strange because he's not retired. And then they took him out around back and put him down. <laughs> they they Gretzky'd him before Gretzky. I'm like, are they going to put ninety nines behind the goals now? Like, what's about to happen? Yeah, I don't like this at all. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I think eventually, sure, um, retiring ninety nine is a good thing. Um, I mean, he certainly earned it with his hundred goals, um, and with more to come for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's not done playing. Like he's not done. Well, why would we retiring things before he's, he's I, done? Yeah, it's it's very weird. Yeah. If the, if it wasn't like say two or three years, and like he'd said, you know, end of this year, I'm done. I'm retiring, or then this year I'm moving on. Sure, last game of the year you do it. I I go with it because at least at that point you can argue. Well, he's not going to play that much longer. With, for the like maybe even, you can play a few more too. I even say you wait till like you know like the first Saturday you play. I don't know. You play uh, Chicago. Like uh, nobody's going to come to this game. BWT retired jersey night. You know? <laughs> or, yeah, or I thought you were switching to number one hundred. Mm. Or you do it for the LAFC game because you know people are showing up. Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. It's it's very weird. It's very weird, and I didn't get it. I don't know why they can't just wait until he actually retires. Yeah. Very strange. I mean, I get the celebration for the, the goal 100 because it was a historic mark. To, yes, to, for sure. Did, but the re- this Jersey retirement doesn't – I don't get. Yeah. All right. Uh, so keep it on the Red Bulls. Here's a name that you guys might have forgotten about. <laughs> Anatole Bond. Who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been on loan for the last th- different teams, but he's been on, on loan for the last like two to three years. Uh, his stint with FC Astra Girgu. Sure. It's, Rom- it's Romania, so I don't care if I fuck that up. 
just <laughs> vampires, huh? Uh, but his loan with them is over, and apparently he is now going to return to the team, which cool. I guess is okay because we don't use Derek Etienne Jr. a lot to begin with. Oh, he gets used a lot. He just doesn't score. Well, he's going to use more. I'll say, yeah, he'll. So, but like, what's he going to do? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Play on Red Bull too. Well, I, is it is it even worth bringing back? No. I mean, I really we, I don't know. I mean, we sent him out alone for three years, right? It's like at some point he's got to mean something. I mean, he didn't want to play here, right? Like, isn't that what it came down to? He won the first team minutes. We couldn't give it to him, so he left. Well, he he's playing for New York Red Bulls too. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, at one point, he looked like he was good. And we've all been saying that there's no backup to uh, BWP. So uh, looking at his stats, uh, Wikipedia is accurate. He scored five goals with Astro Gugul <laughs> in 26 appearances. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't think this is the way you go to send out reinforcements for the team. Obviously, they're just bringing him back. I he I could see him getting cut pretty easily. Yeah, I just don't see him coming and and being in the I the main roster of this team. Well, I mean, I don't think he's old enough, unless they caught him and then signed with New York Red Bulls too. I don't think he qualifies as anything else, and aside from a a senior team player. So, oh, I'm just saying he gets future endeavored, and we never see him again. Mm-hmm. Is, is that even all right? I, mean, I asked this question because it probably is, but is that actually still a thing? Sure. Yeah. If you get what getting future endeavored, yeah, sure. I really wish they would just fix their roster rules and make it streamlined because I don't understand any of these this shit anymore. Nobody does. It's like you need a PhD, and even then, it doesn't make sense. All right. Um, it just. Because why not? Orlando City's hosting the 2019 All Star Game. Cool. Which I, I guess my question is why they didn't host it. Was it last year when they opened their stadium? Yes, last year was the first. Like, why? Why not host it last year? I don't know. Wait, did San Jose do last year? I don't know. Do you remember? I don't. I couldn't. I, I don't. That's why I, 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 I barely remember that they just played in Atlanta. I, d- I don't remember what happened in Atlanta. I don't remember. Right. Exactly. All I know is something about BWP and penalty kicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the last year was in Chicago, Soldier Field. Okay. That's because they had. That's because they had Real Madrid. You gotta, you gotta put it in the big. So if they're putting it in Orlando City, it means next year they're getting Nottingham Forest, Huntersville Town. <laughs> that, means, that, means that means they're getting Juventus and uh, and Ronaldo. There you go. Because we just had Juventus and not Ronaldo. Yep. So they got they got they got to come back with a make good. That's what it uh, is. Rematch. Yeah. We we play <laughs> we play Juventus, and when you see all the guys on Juventus are wearing like thirty five and up on the back of the jersey, you're like, oh, this is clearly the C team. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a ninety nine, but you know that's never going to be worn again. So, but we do things weird in America. <laughs> All right. Um, so, the Houston Dynamo had a really weird game. <laughs> they had three players sent off. One of them during the first half. Two, two late in the second half, and uh, their coach was sent off at halftime. And on instant replay, they covered. 
for the most part, they covered the the stuff in the second half. The first half it was a pretty dangerous thing, but just the fact that they ended the game with eight players on the field and yeah. no no coach is just amazing. Pretty so, was great. At home, good home showing there, guy. Sure, yeah. I I wonder is is there an actual forfeit rule? Like if they were to go down to seven, do they have to just call it at that point. Uh, and I remember playing FIFA. Uh, God, FIFA 98, 99. I think I played the same one. Yeah, and I remember uh, my friend would keep slide-tackling everyone uh, from behind, and they got all his players sent off like over and over again, and the game kept forfeiting. He's like, why am I, why am I forfeiting? Because <laughs> all your players are getting sent off. Yeah. That's why. You can't win a game when you don't have any players anymore. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, if I recall, it was like you got down to six or seven players. It was like, game over. Yeah. You lost. <laughs> you lost, you idiot. <laughs> Stop, stop hitting the square button. Speaking of which, I wasn't going to bring this up, but because you, you mentioned the FIFA stuff. So apparently the FIFA, uh, was the FIFA 19 is going to come out? And yes. they had some game modes. They added what they, what people are calling survival mode. So every time you score a goal, you lose a player. And it's literally the last person standing. Huh. Uh, you can turn off the referees. So if you just want a demolition derby type game, you can do it. Like, oh, so you play, so you play like MLS. Well, no, because MLS, you actually get some things called. I'm talking about completely turning them off. <laughs> I still call it MLS mode. I am curious if, they, if they're if they going to implement VAR in FIFA. Oh, please. <laughs> please. That's what it needs. That would be awesome just to see the computer make random mistakes just to initiate VAR. Uh, all right, last thing I have, and this is – just because more soccer. ESPN, ESPN Plus uh, have picked up Serie A coverage for this year. So if you're into Italian soccer, then. And more importantly, if you want to watch Ronaldo. Which, given the fact that if you're like me, you're paying for for the MLS stuff, then you pretty much just got stuff for free added. Correct. Yeah, I have ESPN Plus. I'm not going to watch a single CRI game because oh, I don't like that either, but, yeah. but, it, but you're right. It's it's good to have. It's cool. Like it's added stuff. Yeah, if there's ever I don't know if someone American goes to Syria, then there might be a reason to watch. But as for right now, I don't really feel like watching an overly dramatic uh, dive fest. Yeah. Oh, neither do I. But like, I'm like turning like, turn like, turn on those games. Ah, the thing with the fingers. I don't know what that is. Uh, hmm. But I might turn over to Ronaldo's first game because I have it. Mussolini is <laughs> the most famous Italian, right? Sure. sure. That's what they're known for. Right. Sorry, Da Vinci. <laughs> Got nothing on Mussolini. Uh, no, the- he only invented a helicopter, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini, the trains ran on time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to say someone pointed out the fact on Twitter that now the all big four uh, European leagues are pretty much covered on networks. ESPN has this. Fox has um, Bundesliga. Bundesliga. NBC Sports has uh, Premier League. And La Liga is on uh, BN, whoever gets that. Cool. Is that a major network? No. So then it's not true. Well, I'm joking. Um. But really, if you know, if you have BN, which I, I'm pretty sure I do. I think a lot of people do. Uh, if you just can't get enough of the game, which I certainly can't, you gotta watch it. And starting this weekend, my just really quick, 
I know the Premier League starts, which is okay. great because I love waking up on a Saturday morning and, and watching soccer all day. And you get to see your favorite player who's not hurt anymore. That's right. He's actually healthy. But I'm not, I am not waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning to watch that game on Sunday. I will record that and watch it at 9.30 when I wake up. Any Americans playing on uh, Saturday? Maybe I'll go to the bar. I don't know. Um, hold on. Hey. Let me see. Where's uh, Fulham? Oh, yeah, that's right. Fulham got promoted. I'm looking at the Everton schedule, so that's not going to work. <laughs> no, you won't find out about Fulham on the Everton schedule. Uh, Fulham is playing Saturday at 10. So, why the hell can't I remember his name right now? Tim Ream? Tim Ream. Yes, thank you. So, there you go. Former Red Bull player Tim Ream is back in the Premier League. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, tons uh, of soccer. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else? So, I'm done. Nope. That's all my dumping. I got nothing. All right, let's wrap this one up then. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rand. $1 a month is all you need to support the show and get exclusive content such as the uh, Bobby Warshaw um, interview. If you would like to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-532. Oh, son of a bitch. Every week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, and now here's the problem, Jay. I let it slide because the last time I gave you stick for it, you said you were getting to it. Now I think for the past two weeks, you're not getting to it. You're just forgetting. All right, Truman, who's your terrible team of the week? Man, what a, what a, such a bring down. I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> well, it's, it's a terrible team of the week, so it kind of fits the trend here. They are terrible. And uh, since I believe it was. Jeremiah, who brought this on a tweet when he mentioned Dallas, uh, when you lose to the previous week's terrible team of the week, and which is shaping up to be terrible team of the season, when you lose to them at home, you stink. And Dallas lost to San Jose 3-1 at home. Oof. Yeah, that is, that's as ugly as it gets. Uh, so they get a, a absolutely well-deserved uh, terrible team. It's absolutely brutal. And yet still in first place, but you know. So I, do you guys ever hear of this thing called the, the MLS championship belt? No. Is it a wrestling title? Then it's a, not really. Anyway, it, the, the premise, right. the premise is that starting with whatever the first MLS game is or was in history, whoever wins holds the belt, right? So each, each match that team plays is a quote title match. So, for example, if the Red Bulls had the belt and they played LAFC, right, they would, they would have retained because they won. Okay. If they had it before playing Columbus and they lost, Columbus is now the title holder because Columbus won. Right. And on a draw, a draw, nothing happens. It's double disqualification. <laughs> double count out. Sure. Ty goes to the champion. So I'm kind of curious if you were to do the same thing but for the loser. So call it like the MLS Plunger Award or whatever. The turlet. The dirty yeah. So I wonder, like, who that team would be over time, like the team that loses the most in those kind of situations. Wow. And and for whatever it's worth, they don't do this just for MLS. Like, there's somebody that does it for like um, for international soccer too. Mm-hmm. So like right now, France is probably the title belt holder because you know at the World Cup, it's like if you're 
if if you have quote the belt, you're probably there anyway. Right. Nerds. <laughs> well, at least going through MLS history be quick, right? Because it's only so many seasons. Right. If I'm bored this weekend, I might actually do that. Because I'm kind of curious. Get the work. Anyway, now can I wrap up? Yes, please. For whatever it's worth, I I don't know if you guys noticed. I this way for next week. It is bold and like fourteen letter print. <laughs> size fourteen. Print. So I'm like, okay. You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna do one more thing. I'm gonna highlight in yellow real quick. There. Look I, at that. So fancy. Forget, what an agenda. If I forget next week, not then. All right. Uh, so anyway, patreoncom slash rant one dollar a month. All you need for that. Uh, email us redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rebelrant. On Twitter at rebelrant for the show at Dr. Stooch myself at pmacda 2 for pat at the Truman. For Truman, subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. And also YouTube, if you I, – I forget to keep mentioning this. If you prefer to listen to us on YouTube, you can do it there as well. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Yes, I would like to see the Red Bulls go to Chicago and be the best in the world. And that means win. Brats, Ditka, Bears, Red Bulls. Red Bulls. You forgot sausage. Sausage. Knackwurst. <laughs> All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 276 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Red Bulls versus Dicka and a game of hacky sack. Oh, you got to go Dicka by a mile.